It's showtime. Showtime. Welcome to the party, pal. Welcome to the Sultans of Smoke Cigar Cast. I'm Drew, joined by Mo. Yo. Moo Cow Rich. Bringing the bull. And the Danny. What up? What's going on, guys? Everything. Everything. Great Monday. <laughs> was Tell us it? about it, Danny. Yeah, was it yeah, a good Monday? About it? Yeah, I mean. Fuck. I was just trying to be positive. I didn't actually have anything positive <laughs> to say. No. <laughs> it's like when, when somebody says, how are you doing? And you say good, but yeah. you don't. Good. You never mean good. Yeah, it was like a high, high-pitched good. I'm like, good. I'm doing all right. Good. <laughs> Nobody likes you, Drew. Danny. He's got the soundboard. Somebody said that the sounds were on point last week. Yeah. Was it? Was it you? Was, you? was it? I think. <laughs> was it you that said that? I think it was. I think it was V cute. Oh. V cute is just another <laughs> another of Drew's screen names. He made this person up. Yeah. Yeah. For occasional compliments. Yep. Is uh actually I think it was Jay Parr. Okay. Maybe it was him. Are they on uh, cigar noise? They are. Well, I don't know about V cute, but J Parr is. V cute. Get on cigar noise. Everyone should uh, get Jay on Parr cigar noise. J Parr is a big Roma guy. Yes he is. Yep. Shout out, J Parr. <laughs> I like how we were going for the sponsorship, but instead we can just shout a dude out. Hey, oh, that worked. We wouldn't we? Sorry, would, go ahead. Yeah, brought to you by Cigar Noise. Yep. We wouldn't be wasting our time on a Monday night without the uh, J Par. Right. Now we just need another. <laughs> <laughs> Few hundred. <laughs> Do you got, you got eight or nine hundred friends you can refer the Sultans of Smoke to? Yeah. Sweet. All right. What cool. are we starting with, boys? Well, so after all that depressing stuff, uh, Drew says he has some good news. No, that's that's the end of the podcast, not the first what? of the podcast. Yeah, you got to wait. Uh, all right. Well, at the end of this, Drew has good news. Hold on, I got to cut and paste this. <laughs> <laughs> I just said I had, uh, had news. doesn't mean it's necessarily good. You said so, good news. Oh, did I? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so you have to tune in next week. Exactly. Right. Drew just told me he's coming to Chicago in March, so I got to dust off, dust off my ghosting costume. <laughs> 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 since since I went to Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> Two weeks ago. It's, it's plenty dusted off. Cool. Did we lose Drew again? No. no. <laughs> well, maybe, well, let's, maybe, maybe mentally. Yeah. Let's jump straight to a topic that uh, is super on point for, for this episode. Uh, so Andre Diaz wants to know, what are some of the most bland and boring cigars you've smoked? Ooh. We're getting right into it tonight. Wow. Yikes. Bland and boring. Uh, I don't smoke anything bland and boring. Never in your life. Oh, in my life, sure. 
Yeah, yeah, not consistently. Uh, no, I mean, even I guess if it if it's bland and boring, I don't really remember it. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, it never got revisited. Right. Cool. I'm trying to think, man. Um, I got a couple, but I can't. I can't say. It. All right. Well, I'm gonna say some because oh, yeah. I don't yeah. care. Too close. Too close to home. No. Oh, okay. Yeah, the Voyage Man. That's a yeah, <laughs> for sure. That was a good cigar. Um, yeah. So <laughs> not that close though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my answer is is gonna revolve around most of the the Cuban brands that are not Cuban, mm. right? Like your yeah. a lot of your Monte Cristo stuff, a lot of your you know all those kinds of guys, right. Romeo and Julieta, all that stuff is not good. Um, yeah. And to me, a lot of the punch cigars that come out, of, I think they're out of Honduras, aren't they? Uh, um, but they taste like cardboard to me. Sure. That's so, true. That's, that's my answer there. It's been a long time since I've I think I've the last one, one... Remember, I think it actually a question last week. Was, was there one that was hype that you were just like, no. Um, I remember the, the, the last one I smoked that disappointed I didn't find uh, was a CAO session. I think that was the one for me that people were, when that came out, like was a few months ago, maybe six months ago, a year ago, whatever people were talking about that. And I tried it and I, I didn't really think it was that great. That's funny. I was going to, I, the one, I'd had another one in my head, the CEO Brasilia. I was kind of in a, and this was not too long ago. I was in a bind. We wanted to smoke cigars. I didn't have anything on me. And there was this little, coffee shop beer place that had a small humidor in it for some reason and that was the best choice in there i'm like oh fuck it you know it's like i like brazilian it's out of piraca and oh man i halfway through i had to get rid of it man i can't i can't smoke that cigar now because it used to be like one of my favorite cigars like a decade ago right and i'm really worried that if i smoke it now all those good memories just drop yeah it's like and watching it's a, movies that you liked when you were a kid. And it's the same oh, leaf we terrible. use on the on our BA, on our Brazilian. But it's like, it just wasn't good. What, what the hell's that noise? Uh, I was going through a car wash, apparently. <laughs> no, I didn't mean. <laughs> Sounds like somebody's doing a Rubik's Cube over there. Yeah, not me. <laughs> yeah, not me. <laughs> I'm not the Rubik's Cube type. <laughs> Candy, yeah. Playing Candyland, maybe. You don't have to read it. It's just colors. Sounds no. like someone's like playing with a Dupont lighter. Maybe that's what it is. Cal, you're the one with the well, Dupont. Me, yeah. Dupont. Cal, yeah, that's the only ping, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, not me either. <laughs> Firing up my Jeep. <laughs> Actually, here's a question for you guys. So here's something that I've been tossing around and, and talking to people and this and that. And like I know Roma Craft, you guys went and did the uh, the the stuff with Zycar, but I always really like those the Jeep lighters. Like, oh, yeah. I really do. Like the yeah. branded ones, I think they're really cool. Like I I love the Luzioni one. My father did it. LFD did it, and I'm. And I've, I have this opportunity to do a patina one, 
and I'm seriously considering it. Hell and then yeah. somebody said to me, well, it kind of cheapens the brand to use a lighter like that, but I don't think so. I think it's really cool. I love the Jeep lighters. Well, if you like it, fuck what people say. I know. Truth. Didn't, right. Didn't, but I, I really think they're cool. Didn't TLE yeah. make fun of the Bic lighters? Who? TLE podcast. They made fun of the Bic lighters? I think so. Cal, do you? Well, a lot of people make fun of the Bic well, lighters. Oh, yeah. But I, I love them, too. The, the Bic lighters. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, a lot of people don't realize how, how many people use those soft lamps. Like the, those cheap, those, you know, the Jeeps or especially in Nicaragua or oh, where yeah. they're, you know, that fuel is not easily accessible for torches. Yeah, everybody there uses it. We call right. it, it's called an Esteli de Pont. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I it, depends what, it depends what you're looking for, right? If you're looking for something functional, then those are fantastically awesome. If you're looking yeah. for something that looks good, I think the, the Jeep ones can look really good. But yeah. I don't know. I don't know very many Bics that look very good. No, Bics are a little different because they they don't have much stature to them. But the, the Jeeps have a nice like I don't know, nice shape to them. They look Girthy. a lot heavier. Yeah, so even heavier than they really are. <laughs> yeah, they work. They work they every work. time. I know. More than you can say for most lighters. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. I like them. Uh, I'm seriously considering that. So. I'd buy one. No, no, it'd be like, yeah, I mean, it'd be like an event giveaway thing. You know what I mean? I'd still buy so. one. <laughs> I'd just send you one. <laughs> <laughs> I still have your hat that I haven't sent you, by the way. And I'll see you in March. <laughs> yeah, I'll ask him you'll get it. <laughs> well, maybe you'll see him in maybe. March. Yeah, I got to find somewhere else to be. I know, I know where you live. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry. That was a tangent. Where else? What else we got? So, well, yeah, he I had another I question that's actually. I can't think of any bland cigars. I guess. Uh, fair enough. Uh, his other question is super relevant right now. Uh, he's also curious. What's the next big thing with accessories for cigars? It's Moe's lighter. <laughs> there it is. That's right. Better the believe patina it. Patina to G. Yep, that's right. <laughs> what? What's get on it? We were just having this conversation not too long ago about. How Zycar really owned the market until he, sh you know, shit the bed, selling yeah. to uh, quality, mm -hmm. and it's it's like that market is really up for the taking right now. So yeah. it's interesting. And John uh, De Oliver, that you know, works with me now. He was the Zycar rep, so he's, you know, he he knows that market fairly well. And you know, even he didn't have a clear cut answer of like who's doing it completely right. But um, I don't know. You know, depends what they, you define as right. Well, just innovating, trying new things, you know, like Bugatti, bro. Well, I mean, for you and I, but the the market hasn't, you know, right. kind of agreed to that yet, right? So, like, seem like they're on their way. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Do do they do cutters too, or is it just that lighter? I don't know. All I've seen is the lighter. That lighter is awesome. No, I'm not they just do saying that. They do a bunch of lighters. I mean, that's yeah. not their only lighter, but yeah, but that, that lighter's for the. It's awesome. I I had the I was using it for an entire week. I loved it. I thought it was funny that I showed I showed you and uh, Brad the the feature of it pointing forward. He didn't even know that. Yeah. But I think it's pretty dope. Oh, fish. fish? Yeah. yeah. Like a flamethrower? Yeah. No, like you can tilt the <laughs> the flame forward. 
pretty dope. Not a f no, you'd have to see it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. But that's really it. It like doesn't involve you. Yeah, it's a hundred bucks. It's not bad. Buy that one was and, and you can find out. And then it's three dollars. You you don't refill it with you refill it with these cartridges for the butane. Right. And they're like three bucks a pop. And they last for like hundred and fifty, depending on how much you use, obviously per light, but some guys like to make their cigars well done before they smoke them for some fucking <laughs> reason. But um So wait, is this like a like a printer where they're gonna get you on the yeah. air forever? Yeah, that is. That's yeah. fucked up. But the lighter's great, man. I wouldn't just say, bro, you know how I am. I wouldn't say. I've always been, you either go $15 or you go two something for DuPont. This might be the first higher priced, but middle class lighter <laughs> that, you know, upper middle class lighter <laughs> that, uh, that I could actually like be like, yeah, this now, now I don't know the longevity. That's the only thing I can't speak to. I want to see what. I want to see if the guys that have them now are still happy in a year from now. So that remains to be seen. But on the surface, they're awesome. All right. All righty. Nice. Any other thoughts <laughs> on where the cigar accessory market is going? I Look, if... If TPE is any indication, more of the same. I mean, look, you have, you now have people ch challenging Bobita, okay, which yeah. I think a lot, a lot of us never imagined. Okay, so what, regardless of what you think about Yumi Smart or whatever, they're, they're giving it a go. So that's new. Um, I think you're just going to get more uh, potentially artistic based stuff or, or natural type stuff. I, I don't know. I mean, but you are seeing some people, some new players come to the market or people that are doing different things. And, but I don't know, other than that, I mean, more of the same, I guess. I continue to be amazed at how many different ways people have found to make expensive ashtrays. Right? Yeah. Like it's a it's a thing that holds a bunch of cigar ashes, but yeah. Somehow they've made two to five hundred dollars like not, not super uncommon for what you see for an ashtray sometimes. Mm hmm Blows my mind. Bro, I'd be when I first went on the road and had, you know, with Mombacho and stuff, like I would go into shops that didn't even carry Mombacho anymore, but still had those those gold Tierra Volcan ashtrays. Oh yeah. And I, I saw coasters from Mombacho at a store know, that had no Mombacho. Yeah, and that's the thing, man. Everyone's talking like everyone's like swag, swag, give away this and that. To me, that stuff is a massive fucking waste of money unless you have money to burn, which it helps. Okay, but. If you're like, I can do this or this, that stuff makes zero sense. All right. What good? What is? What good is it having someone's ashtray or something like? And I'm not ripping on Mombacha. I see this with all the. Yeah, everybody. How many? How many Ashton ashtrays do you see in a cigar shop? And when was the last time you smoked an Ashton? Uh, just the other day. The <laughs> rep came by. What? The the rep came by. 
that office oh. he brought. <laughs> Actually, you know what? He gave, Anybody he gave but Danny. A, he gave us a San Cristobal, so technically not a... That's a, a my Ash. father. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, even in my house, I've got at least a dozen ashtrays that I didn't pay for. Yeah. They don't, they don't change my spending habits. What's funny is how these guys have the expectation that that stuff, like, they have to get it. Like, if you do an event, it's like, all right, well, I bought five cigars. What do, you, what do I get for free? All right, I, got, I bought a... It's like, how about you just... You know, I mean, you get the five cigars, right? So it's like the industry itself has created this monster, I guess, right? So it's like... Yeah. And, and people people talk shit about Gurkha, but, I mean, one, they're selling a shit ton of cigars, but two, it's like, you know, those guys... The, the customer base is really eating that up, right? Like, yeah. yeah, I know I have to get three backpacks, a lighter, a cutter, an ashtray, and a hat because I bought 20 cigars in a box. Sure. Or something. You buy five and, cigars, you get into a raffle for a fucking machete, right? Why would <laughs> yeah. I told you guys they were giving away an AR-15, I think, at one of the events I did in Alabama. Multi-vendor. Well, that's pretty dope. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Anyway. All right, so let's let's continue along our theme of innovation. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Drew. Very innovative. <laughs> El Dandy Cubano wants to know, what is your position on the role of government in supporting innovation in the field of biotechnology? What is the role of government? What is nope. your position on the role of government in supporting innovation in the field of biotechnology? Oh, Danny said he had an opinion on this. Well, I had an opinion on biotechnology. Oh. I, I must have missed the my opinion of go. Well, I mean, I I'm kind of I'm fairly conservative, so my idea is, you know, as long as it's not illegal, uh, they should kind of stay out of it for a while. Um, I guess the topic I wanted to talk about, about or that I had in mind talking about it was uh, there was a, a lab that figured out you could well, figured out how to change someone's DNA to cure things or to fix different things. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a Netflix series about it. It's actually really, really cool. And um, But, you know, it's come with some scrutiny because it's just, con- you know, against nature, right? But for me, it's just like humans are still are still uh, evolving, right? And I think this may be just the next step in the evolution of man is to fix our shit and cure ourselves. Like, why not? Sign me up. That sounds good. Yeah. It's a pretty dope documentary. Click away, Cal. What's it called? Click things... away. What's that? <laughs> What's it called? What's it called? Uh, fuck, I'd have to look. I'd, I'd have to look it up. I can look it up right now. It's on Netflix. Yeah, um, yeah so essentially they, they, they can inject people with this um, enzyme or whatever, and it, it will go it will go through the DNA, it will find what the issue is, it'll pull it out and insert itself and fix the issue. And then um, the idea, the bigger idea is to insert this into everybody so that you will have kids that, now have this so if there's something that needs to be fixed cancer even even the idea is that it could cure hiv 
um, because that, that is a genetic um, mutation of your DNA at, at some level as well. So it's it's and they actually follow a kid that is um, that is blind. Shit, was he blind or deaf? One of the two. And they they inject him, and by the end of it, he can. It was either he could see or he could hear. By the, it, it, he started to fix him. Now they did it in some people, and it didn't necessarily work the right way or, or different. Like they may or may not have been receptive to it, but it was super super interesting. And of course, I'm looking for it now, and I can't find it, but I'll, I'll figure it out. Interesting. Deep. Deep cool. thoughts with Danny. So. We have our resident Harvard graduate. My money was on Cal, but it might be Danny. <laughs> <laughs> if it started with, I watched a thing on Netflix. <laughs> Hey, whatever, bro. It's dope. That's legit. Sounds interesting. Yeah, it does. <laughs> My experience in working with government is uh, if you want to stifle progress, innovation, and independent thought, you get them involved. <laughs> Everything is literally a process. And the people they hire are masters at processes not thinking just in my experience that was in the financial field so i can't speak to the scientific field but if it's i mean i would imagine it's a little bit different but, uh, okay it's called unnatural selection oh yeah it's pretty it's pretty dope i've seen I'll that one floating around on there oh dude it's great i will have to check it out Hopefully more factual than the ancient aliens one. Bro, relax. Dude, the ancient aliens is all truth. That's 100%. Yeah. I believe every <laughs> word of that. Yeah, I can see that. Or at least I really, really want to. I'll, I'll, admit, I'll admit that. Oh, that'd be great. I love that show. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but that's like, you buy the lottery ticket thinking that there's a chance, right? That's That's the same thing you got going on here. Well, it doesn't cost me anything, though. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> like the eight bucks for Netflix. Bro, it's just like $14 now. Yeah. I don't know what Netflix you got. Yeah. Cool. Bootleg ass Netflix. I've <laughs> 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 got that Section A special. <laughs> it's got like four of the categories, and the rest are turned off. Yeah. <laughs> um, apparently, that, that question was a quote from old school, but we all missed it. Uh, yeah. Uh, which leads me to my next question. Uh, the American business environment has fundamentally changed following the insider trading uh, and savings and loan scandals. Explain business ethics and how they're applied today. Who the fuck is yeah. that? What is that? That's a mo question, though. Cal, you can't put your own questions in there. Yeah. That was, that was, uh, <laughs> Are you writing a paper? Put in that old school question. That's, <laughs> that's from Billy Madison. Oh. Remember at the end? No. No. Yeah. No. Well, I don't think yeah, I've ever you... seen that movie. I've oh seen God. it, but years ago, because I moved on with my life. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <clears throat> All right, then. Danny. I mean, I definitely have thoughts on it. I just wasn't right. expecting to discuss it on Sultans of Smoke. Cool. 
Uh, we lost every listener once he was done with that question. Like, fuck, uh, that. I don't want to hear about that <laughs> shit. I'm pretty sh- That's assuming people are listening to begin with. Yeah. Yeah, they checked out already. Yeah. They never checked out. As soon as Drew said, welcome to the Sultan of Smoke. <laughs> once we introduced Cow, they were like, oh, <laughs> shit. Oh, shit. Didn't they kill his ass? <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, we have a good questions about that too. Yeah. Uh, we don't. Interestingly yeah, enough. <laughs> we, yeah, absolutely do. <laughs> All right. El Dandy Cubano wants to know how often have you gone to the bathroom and sat on the toilet just to air out the goods or to play on your phone or to get away from things for a few minutes? How often? I've done it. I mean, not to air things out. I'm not a sweaty fuck. <laughs> That's what I was thinking when you asked this but question I, earlier. But I got I got kids, of course. I'm like, oh uh, yeah, I gotta I gotta get in there and just like, fuck. Oh, I believe that. Yeah. Move in. <laughs> I am not Sorry. feeling well at all every evening. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Definitely when I was back in the in the corporate world, man, I used to do that. I was going to say, I used to do that shit all the time. But yeah, literally. <laughs> I try to every now and then. You. And then someone always fucking comes looking for me at that time. So cuts cuts things short. Yeah. yeah Mo just had made me think about that. When I when I worked at corporate, I was working on a, on a special project on the second floor that we had just acquired. So the only people that had access to it were like IT people and this and that. And I found on like the holy grail of bathrooms. And it, I used to hang, hang out in there just yeah. to like, like if I was tired from a long trip or something the day yeah. before or whatever. The best was finding a it's floor funny. that wasn't fully occupied. Oh yeah. You know, and then using the bathroom on that floor. Yeah. When you had to take a mean one, that's the bathroom. You go to. <laughs> mean one. <laughs> Unless people saw you coming in and then it was like, they're like, you, he's back. That fucking guy's back. Like, Who is that guy? Fuck. Yeah, but what are they going to do? Give you dirty looks when you take a shit. Should be high five. They're going to smell them dirty smells, so we're even. Dirty looks for dirty oh, smells. So, wait, Drew, did you say that people come looking for you in the bathroom? But not <laughs> did in. we just gloss right over this? Not- <laughs> Not in the bathroom, but yeah, they're always, I, I don't know how it works out that way, but go in there to get away from it and somebody's yelling at me, looking for me. Well, how do you know they're yelling at you? Oh, well, you can hear them through the door. It's just a, just a, they get in the PA system. Just a, just a single stall. Pull your I pants up. I don't live in a, I don't work in a high rise. It's, it's, it's just a. Just a one uh, one bathroom. So does everybody at work think that you're always in the bathroom? Because every time they're looking for you, like <laughs> you're there. It's probably in the fucking bathroom again. I'm just yeah. no. Actually, I do not have that nickname, but somebody at work does. What's the nickname? Uh, they've actually claimed that he has a second office <laughs> because he's in the bathroom so often. Interesting. Yeah. So no. Not me. I just have noticed that every time I actually try to go to the bathroom, somebody's looking for me. Yeah, sometimes shit happens. It does. 
boom, boom. Hold on, Cal. What else we got? What else, Cal? <laughs> All right. Uh, our question, our, our obligatory question from Mape, because there's always one. And I love saying Mape. Um, <laughs> so the Sultans of Smoke just won the podcast equivalent of an Oscar. You each have 30 seconds or less to say something. What do you say? Oh, I want to talk about climate change. <laughs> really? No, it's a joke. No. Uh, really? You didn't see that Ricky Gervais. Anyway, he, there's this big thing about like why do why do actors have to take that opportunity just you know to get to talk about political stuff? Just thank your Ricky Gervais to say thank you, thank your God, get the fuck off stage. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. I would, I would probably just talk about how great you guys are. Oh. Probably. I'd make sure to point out the fact that you guys never won it until I came onto the show. Thanks, Danny. Yeah, I mean, well, I, that way. Dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I, I see we're getting we're getting Drew to talk to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a correlation between Danny's uh Danny's presence and Drew's uh ear time. Just I'm just letting him speak. Let him air it out. He he likes to hear himself talk. I like to listen. Well, to, be, <laughs> to be real, no, nobody else listens to me, so I gotta take where I can. That's not true. Dude, I, I got a ton of, I got a bunch of kids at home, wife. Nobody listens to me. Yeah. I listen, Danny. Thanks, bro. You are very welcome. Drew and I do have a pretty long exchange of crazy ass videos for, on Instagram, going back and forth. Yeah, we do. We share, we share each other. It's pretty funny shit. Yeah, I bet you do. <laughs> not of each, not of each other. No. Uh huh. That's per- that's in the text message. We don't have to hide that. Yeah. <laughs> I would think our fans. And oh yeah, and, and you that. guys, you guys would be up there with us, so uh, everybody would be there together. I wouldn't have to necessarily thank you guys, but I would thank the fans because we wouldn't be here without them and Cigar Noise. We don't. We have listeners, not fans. Whatever. They can be two things. They can be fans. Listener, listener fans. Yeah, Mo. Don't be a dick. Jeez. <laughs> Did you ever tell Jordan not to take the last shot? <laughs> Come on. I'm going to be a dick. It's me. <laughs> so you're Jordan. Yeah, did you just compare yourself no, to I Jordan? <laughs> no, no, Cow's like Cow's like Luke Longley then. <laughs> I'm gonna look that up and decide if I should be offended or not. He won three championships. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not by himself. (laughs) (laughs) Unlike unlike Jordan. Yeah, I mean, he had a you know he had a career average about seven points a game, seven rebounds, and was seven feet tall. But you know, he probably shot the ball twice a game. And pasty white. And I love you guys more every week. <laughs> oh, cow. 
Who knows? Cal, let's just we'll get where are we at in terms? Of, we had a lot of questions this week. All right, so maybe that was. Then he had another question too. No, he didn't. <laughs> no, he absolutely did. <laughs> he did. Well, what was that question? I, I didn't write it down. I don't know. <laughs> Look it up. Hold on. Let me pull it up. Mape. Okay. Mape. Uh, here we go. Man, and you this was actually his first question, Kyle. Look how you just tried to gloss over that shit. All right. As discussed in last week's cigar cast, Kyle would die first. <laughs> <laughs> um in what in what end of world scenario could you actually see Kyle not being the first to die? And I wasn't sure that I was in agreement that Kyle would look. I don't think Kyle would. I think Kyle would find a way to make himself valuable. That yeah, he would actually find a way to survive. No, you said you would be the one first one to die. Oh yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, that's no, right. Kyle's absolutely living. Yeah, that wasn't that wasn't what he was categorized as. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I think Kyle lives. I, I don't think Kyle gets. Yeah. All right. All right. So he can, didn't have another question. So can, <laughs> <laughs> I think I think if it was some kind of uh, technology thing, Cal would be there because he'd have to help uh, fix it. He's the. He's that sounds, a, that just sounds so stereotyping. He's the tech guy. Isn't that what you do, Cal? I mean, sort of. <laughs> okay, so let me let me rephrase. Out of the four of us, <laughs> I was an IT director for years. So oh well, I mean, fuck. Never mind. Yeah, I was gonna say. Well, you two would have to duke it out, and whichever was the better techie would get to live. No, I think Mo, I think we're all living. Mo's dying. <laughs> well, yeah. Then it's so now you guys just have to fight for the rest of this shit. Mo's dead. We don't have to fight. Truth. <laughs> no, I mean, no. Why does somebody have to die? Why can't we all four live? Well, I mean, it was G Fizzle because he's a morbid prick. Yep. I think the better question is why are we still talking about this? <laughs> I know. Kyle's like nervous right now. He's yeah, like, he on, is. Just don't. Can we move on? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, what else we got, Kyle? I'm a fun guy. <laughs> I'm a fun guy. <laughs> I think we all live. Yeah. Oh. Kick ass. Anyway. Um, so today there was news uh, about the Trump budget and how it lays out this future vision for a separate regulatory agency for tobacco. So this would be different from the FDA. FDA wouldn't be involved anymore. Mm-hmm. So uh, this this doesn't become effective based on the budget or anything like that, and it's not it's not a done deal. It would take Congress deciding it's a thing. Um, what initial thoughts do you guys have? Well, I think the first thing that comes to mind is, on the surface, people might say, "Oh man, that that's great." I don't think so. I think the FDA has has made it pretty clear that if they're going to regulate tobacco, we are the absolute least of their priorities. Yeah. 
Okay. And I would rather have that than an agency that's purely focused on tobacco, which means they will have the time to focus on everything. And my other thing is, where's that money going to come from to budget for this new regulatory body? So I don't know. I, I don't. I don't really think it's a good thing, and I don't really think it's a bad thing. I just think it's whatever. They'll put a tax on small boutique cigars. It'll pay for it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, what about you guys? So, yeah, I mean, that's one way. But just to kind of talk about, like, the other side of the coin, right? It's like, well, if they have the time and resources to dedicate to getting to know what the fuck they're regulating is that a possibility too that they then learn about cigars and then say hey you know this is a product that doesn't necessarily need to be regulated because you know a b and c right like that's the optimist yeah. in me like i yeah. i always hate kind of the doomsday scenario type thing right it's like like well what if it's better? i mean if anything it's clear it's like this isn't about cigars it's about e-cigarettes and vapes and shit like that right so like what if what if they say well you know we have time and money and resources to listen to you know the cra and the pca and and, you know whoever the fuck else i I mean that that would be the perfect scenario i by the way are you still red bull free not 100% free. I've had I've had maybe two or three, but really like one a day. And it's funny, I've really I've shared them more than drank in, you know four pack by myself. But I haven't had a no, that's not true. I think I have one full one by myself. But it's because I, it's kind of like uh, you know somebody that doesn't have their coffee in the morning. Yeah. And they're just a grouchy asshole. Yeah, that's me. Yeah. So, but I do go as long as I can without drinking it. Which has helped immensely. And have, you, have you started drinking water? Uh, vitamin water, but no, okay. not regular. Yeah. All right. So getting back to look, right. here's the thing. Um, I was just thinking about health and stuff. Thanks. But the reality is, the way that they structured this whole thing is to that. Okay, so. The stance is tobacco's fucked up in general, right? It's anti-tobacco, anti But the whole thing really came about to protect younger people from getting into tobacco. And that's what allows us to stand on something, right? Like, we don't appeal to younger people. Right. And if they were to create an agency that's just focused on tobacco, would they take that same approach or would it be it's a tobacco product and regardless of who it appeals to doesn't matter that'd be my question i don't know now now it's still i mean we're still a long way away right i mean it still has to pass and i mean it's it's just a bill introduced it's not necessarily approved or yeah that's all shit (laughs) what do you guys what do you think kyle drew I don't. I hadn't heard anything on this, but I. 
I think it's best if it's just left alone. Like you said, Mo, the, the FDA is kind of leaving it there, not going to attack it, at least for a while, versus an agency that might dig in there and fuck things up. Okay. Kyle? I think you still try to fight for that premium cigar exemption. And if you can yeah. get that, I really don't care. You can do whatever you want with the rest of tobacco, in my opinion. Yeah. Because um, I think, you know, a lot of tobacco products, let's let's be honest here, uh, do market in weird ways, and they do all kinds of shady shit, and they have for a long time. Yeah. So as long as cigars don't get caught in that, I don't, I don't care. You can do whatever you want to those groups. Yeah. <clears throat> I still don't love the idea that, that people can't, choose to destroy their own bodies right but uh things like secondhand smoke are are not just destroying your own body so i understand it plus in the end we're paying for your health care so that's yeah. true yeah but i think if if without a cigar exemption i think this would be just bad because there would be They'd be able to, to actually do something. The FDA can't do anything right now. They have no idea what they're doing. They have no expertise. They have no experience. They have no clue. So they're somewhat harmless for the moment. That doesn't stop them from doing something stupid. Right? They can't They can't do the tests they're at least hoping to do. Right? Things like substantial equivalence just don't make sense yet. They can't do anything. Yeah, I know. They, they have no clue. But I don't know. We'll see. <clears throat> All right, so running up on time, there's a there's a Judge Drew I want to hit, and then we got to hear this good news. Well, we, we got more time things. than that. What else you got, Cal? Yeah, Cal, don't be shy. We got time. Okay. We got another 15, <laughs> 20 minutes. Cal's trying to get what Cal's trying to yeah. do right now is not get to the other G Fizzle follow up question. No, we'll get to it. <laughs> oh god, he's trying to he's trying to escape this. But he's not what I'm trying to do is respect your time because you said between nine thirty oh, and nine forty five. It's after nine thirty. We got we got at least fifteen minutes. Right. Fuck, of fuck time. time. <laughs> fuck Danny's time. Hey guys, thanks for joining this week. Uh, we will have part two of this episode next week, so make sure you tune in for that. Thank you for listening to the Salt and Smoke Cigar Cast. Be sure to check us out on all the social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, email us either about the podcast or about our cigar line at thesaltandsmoke at gmail.com. Also, uh, if you want any Salt and Smoke gear, please get onto our website and to our online store. We have shirts and hats. If you're looking for anything else, please let us know and we'll get it up there for you. Thanks, guys. We'll uh, talk to you again next week.